Welcome to the Professional Writer Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Christensen, and in this Learn with Laura episode, I'm going to be featuring three quick tips to help you build a solid foundation for your writing-related business. Consider it like a double shot of espresso to jolt you into taking massive action. You'll find the show notes for episode 19 at bloggingbistro.com. Well, today's topic is three things that pull readers out of a story. I felt like I needed to talk about this today because I am an avid reader of fiction. I read over 100 novels a year just for fun. And I was reading a series by a best-selling novelist. I noticed that the author spelled the phrase all right, A-L-L-R-I-G-H-T, two words. The author spelled the word as one word, A-L-R-I-G-H-T. The first time I saw all right used as one word, I stopped cold. It pulled me right out of the story. And I thought, well, that's odd. Why would they use the informal spelling of the word, which is technically not even a word. Trust me, I checked every dictionary and every style guide. A-L-R-I-G-H-T is not considered standard English in any dictionary or style guide. It is sometimes used in informal speech, but never recommended for use in an edited manuscript. When I first saw it, I thought, oh, well, this is something that is probably a bad habit of the writer. They don't know the difference between all right, two words, and the informal, non-standard spelling, A-L-R-I-G-H-T. And then their editor must have missed it. And then the proofreader missed it also. I thought, well, it's got to be an anomaly. But then I saw it again and again and again. And because I read books on my Kindle, I can do a search for words and phrases. All right, A-L-R-I-G-H-T, was used 39 times in the first book in the series, 52 times in the second book in the series, and 69 times in the third book in the series. We're not going to get into why the author used a phrase 69 times in one novel. That's a different issue altogether. It is also a problem. But my point here is that the non-standard and in fact incorrect usage of a common phrase yanked me out of the story a total of 160 times in three books. Every time I read that irritating phrase, I wondered, where is this person's editor? Where's the proofreader? Why did they let the author get away with this? Now, as an author, you don't ever want to pull your reader out of the story. You want your reader to fully immerse themselves into this world that you've created for them. And anything you do that forces the reader to remember that they're reading a story and aren't immersed in the story with your characters is bad. My second example of something that pulls a reader out of the story comes from a different contemporary novel series that I was reading by a different author. Throughout the series, the author consistently referred to every woman, that is any one of the female persuasion from age 16 on up, as a lady, L-A-D-Y, or ladies, L-A-D-I-E-S. So when male characters talked about women, they always referred to them as ladies. When men talked about their girlfriend, she was his lady. When women talked to each other, they always referred to each other as ladies. There was never, ever a woman that was referred to as a woman. She was always, always, always a lady. I understand that the word lady is considered a sign of respect for people who live in the South. However, 
this author's books were set in California. And on the west coast of the United States, where I live, we do say lady occasionally, but we usually reserve it for when we're referring to a little old lady or like say when a group of women are going out together, one of the women might say, let's go ladies. When you're researching your story, be aware of how people who live in the part of the world in which you're setting your story use language. I highly recommend creating a team of beta readers or early readers who live in the locale in which your story is set and then asking them to give you input on the context of certain words that you might not be sure about in terms of usage. Tip number three has to do with character names. I love it when authors feature a diverse cast of characters in their books who represent different races and cultures. However, I've noticed that some authors get a little bit carried away with this and they create a protagonist or an antagonist who has an almost impossible to pronounce name. Every time the character is named, I'm pulled out of the story because I'm trying to guess how to correctly pronounce their name. After a while, I usually give up and I pronounce their name however I hear it in my head, but it still bothers me. Authors have millions of character names to choose from. In baby books, in phone books, if you still happen to have one lying around, in internet directories. With so many names to choose from, doesn't it make sense to give your characters relatively easy to pronounce names? To recap our three points of things that can pull readers out of a story, or at least they pull me out of a story. Number one, using non-standard or informal usage of a common word or phrase, such as all right used as one word. Number two, being aware of geographic language differences and adjusting for those language and cultural differences. And number three, avoid difficult to pronounce character names. I'd love to hear from you about this, whether you agree or disagree with me. This is definitely open for debate. These are my personal opinions, but I also want to know when you're reading, what things pull you right out of the story? An important part of being a professional writer is becoming aware of our pet words and phrases, particularly the ones that bump our readers out of the story. And then it's important that we find ways to ensure that we're keeping our readers immersed in the story. Come on over and join the discussion in the Professional Writer Podcast community. That's a private Facebook group just for this podcast. We're here to support, encourage, challenge, and learn from each other. You'll find a link to the group as well as the show notes for this episode at bloggingbistro.com. Thanks for joining me today for the Professional Writer Podcast, and we will be back with you again next week.